your Family Matters Fantasy Football Podcast. The 2013 and 2014 League Champion, Jonathan Zerls. The 2016-2017 League Champ, the man in the middle, the one who knows all the rules, Stuart Head! And the self-proclaimed favorite commissioner, your 2018 league champion, David Cuban! All right, how about that intro? I'm pumped up. <laughs> it's a new season. Wow, We're here. Man, I, I got to take a nap after that, though. That was, that was <laughs> the, uh, highly anticipated intro, let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why it felt like it was so much faster when uh, Michael Jordan was at the end of that, but uh, <laughs> appreciate your patience. Welcome so, so to the show. I, I'm the last one. Does that make me Michael Jordan of this group? Uh, yeah. the, it was in order of uh, championships, so... That's where that's where you fell. Um, hey, if you add all of ours up together, we don't have as many as Michael Jordan. That's true. We don't. Wow. wow. We don't have enough time to discuss Jordan uh, versus LeBron or anybody else. But I would love to have that sidebar conversation with anyone. Man, man, I, and and David's the self-proclaimed uh, favorite. Favorite. Yeah, that's uh, a uh, that's a spoiler for a future intro. Yeah, he doesn't know yet. He doesn't know. <laughs> we have uh, many new drops. We've got some new uh, intros. We've got some new uh, new themed walk-up music, if you will, uh, for each uh, owner, manager. And uh, we're just trying to spice things up, keep you guys on your toes. So hopefully, I, I think uh, David was the only one that, and I think Daniel had heard him too. So it was great to see Stuart's reaction to that. That was uh, yeah, that well was worth awesome. the wait. Good. Well, Stuart, it's been a long time. We haven't seen you forever. Gosh, I know. Missed you man. in Vegas. How was it? Oh, so much fun. It was the uh, time. It was just the best time of our lives. You know, we just <laughs> yeah, got out there. Ryan did a great job finding that place. It was awesome. Dude. That's cool. So I wasn't sure what to expect. Um, and when we got to the third floor of the Hard Rock and there was multiple groups that were trying to draft i mean i came back and told katie i was like you think we take it seriously you should have seen some of the people there that were dressed up like this one guy that kept coming to rub david's shoulders was dressed like a real viking and and i don't know what he his obsession was with david's shoulders but i'll let david tell that story if he wants but he kept coming over there and uh, they were doing the old school draft where they stick the stickers up there and take their sweet time and we were all the only ones on laptops it felt like but it was a it was a great time. I thought that was a blast. It was definitely the highlight of the trip. That's cool. Was it was it I mean was it easy to talk to to one another and like, you know, were, were people engaged with one another in our group or were was it kind of loud and hard to hard to pay attention to each other? I don't think it was too loud. I think there were there was extra noise obviously. Um and there was a couple of TVs going with uh 
the Nebraska Illinois game, which I bet on and stupidly bet on Nebraska. Uh, <laughs> so that was a little bit of a distraction, but I also think people were, our league seemed extremely focused with the new sleeper app and the new uh, mechanisms of drafting. It seemed like, even though it was very similar to click you draft. Um, and so I think people were kind of lining up their draft and it wasn't as much uh side conversation or restroom breaks. It was very streamlined. So yeah, I thought that yeah. was fun. Yeah. what do you think, David? Yeah, I agree. It was, uh, it, it's something, there were so many people there first off. <laughs> um, so just a lot of excitement in general. Um, you know, it was good that the majority of us were there we definitely missed you and, and Daniel. Um, yeah. But it was also a lot. I think at the end of the weekend, we all kind of were ready to get back to. So. Yeah. <laughs> at least yeah. That's Vegas, though. You, the other <laughs> thing, the, I mean, we could talk about the draft for sure, but just Vegas in general, we got there. And uh, it's weird because you basically are suspended in time flying two hours towards the coast, but it's a two-hour difference. So you get there, and it's basically the time you left. Yeah. And then – we get there, it's what, 9 30, 10 o'clock in the morning, and our rooms aren't ready. So we're like, let's just jump in the pool. Let's go hang out, grab some drinks, hang out till it's time to go to dinner or whatever, maybe take a nap. Well, we went to grab our first drink, and the sticker shock hit us right in the face because I'm pretty sure Joey and I both got some kind of like frozen margarita or something, and it was 30 bucks a pop right off the bat. Oh my gosh. I was like, yeah, we're going to slow down here because. Uh, <laughs> gonna need to win big at the blackjack table if i want to keep doing this uh immediately switched to beer after that <laughs> which wasn't much cheaper but just slightly and uh but that that pool was was fun uh freezing temperatures it was 108 outside of the pool and in the pool must have been 60 degrees so it felt pretty jarring to get in there every single person that got in kind of did the shiver and it was weird. There was a lot that's of people where, in there. That's where they dumped their ice, I guess, at the end of the night or something. No. <laughs> we, they must have some kind of extreme cooling system because it, there's no way with that amount of people in there, with it being over 100 degrees out, that it should have been that cold. But Look, it was 107 degrees outside. Yeah. And it was cold. It was freezing. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So uh, that was cool. And then had a I great... We made a, we did all our water bets. I unable oh, to yes. My phone. I'd like to share. Maybe I could send the text out to everybody because I can't share it on Sleeper for some reason. It's probably oh. one of my only complaints about you can't share videos. Interesting. Uh, you could do photos. Joey, uh, tweet at Sleeper right now. Let's get video options going here. <laughs> well, yeah, if we get that out, we'll get it posted. But uh, we had a couple of uh, what the the English Channel. Uh, I I did that one. Yep. <laughs> yeah, we have that. We had the. Uh, we didn't have any Pocketeers. I don't think. No, we didn't. You have to hike That's it. my favorite. We had duck butter. Yeah, had... I just like saying duck butter. Oh yeah, me too. Delicious. Jonathan lucked out with a pass a couple of times. I did sure. it once, More and then once. somebody else did it. Then. Well, it was one that I was supposed to water. I think it was yeah. Mike. I think it was Staffel or Ryan, one of the two. Um, so yeah, that is annoying when that pops up. <laughs> but by the time I, I think I got watered like six or seven times, so I felt like I was. It wasn't like I got out of anything. I was pretty soaking. And what was so was funny, it out by the pool? Yes. Yeah, so what was funny was when we first started, I think people were like, what are these guys doing? <laughs> and I think at, by the end of it, this lady pulled uh, Jackson aside and was like, where are y'all from? 
<laughs> she she was so confused at what we were doing, why we were doing it, and there was really no context to it. We were just we just had a cup and we we're throwing water on each other, but nobody was allowed in the pool till we paid off all the water bets. So yes. that was fun. That's awesome. Yeah, why is this guy swimming on the ground um, <laughs> when there's water right next to him? Oh, man, that was great. I didn't think we were going to get everyone to pay it off. But again, so we started on, you know, going down the list. And David, how many did we have to just not do because of Stuart? I think there were probably 18. <laughs> and they couldn't be paid off. I mean, there was there was obviously some with the three of us in it, but then there were so many Stuart. That's where I thought it would the majority of them would come from. But then there were so many with like you and Mike or you and Ryan, you and like you had like beef with everybody in the league. Yeah, it's pretty great. Yeah. Well, hey, y'all were wondering, y'all were wondering why I didn't go to Vegas. That's the exact <laughs> reason why. I'm never gonna pay those things off. Oh, we have a new rule proposal. Um, oh, well, yeah, save it for the summit. Save it yeah, for the no. Summit. Well, I believe it was discussed at the pool was if you do not pay off your water bet from that season before week one, then it compounds and you continue to compound it until you pay it off. Yeah, I like that. So you owe about 300 water bets. No, no. (laughs) I get grandfathered in. Ah, Yes, old man Stu gets grandfathered in. (laughs) Oh, man. Um, what else, what else happened before the draft? How was the, how was the champions dinner that I, I hate that I wasn't a part of? Yeah, that was a good time. Um, we, we got to this restaurant that again, I think Joey was like, Hey, you know, this place is pretty good. Uh, we need to go, we need to book and go there. It's like, sure, let's do it. Uh, off the strip, we get there. And uh, we had to go in separate cars, separate Ubers, because we all didn't fit. And we got there, and Jackson was in my group. And uh, since he was the, the guest of honor, um, the doorman, when we walked up, we had no idea what we were walking into. But Joey said, yeah, it's kind of like this speakeasy Italian place. And we get there, and it's kind of this super shady-looking building. You walk in, you like in this tiny little waiting area. And it says, like, ring ring this bell. And, of course, on, like, the side wall, this little slot opens up and says, Hey, what are you doing here? Who is it? And it was kind of, I don't even remember. I think it was Jackson and uh, someone else answered. And uh, the group got Joey, uh, Senior, David, all of them got there ahead of us. And they'd given him a heads up that uh, Jackson was in that in our group. And so he goes, Are you Jackson? <laughs> He goes, yeah, and he goes, well, you think so? You think it's some big hot shot or something? It was so. Uh, Jackson didn't know what to say. He was like, what? <laughs> it was like a. It was like Dick's meets. Uh, do you remember that restaurant, the Magic Time Machine? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like Dick's meets Magic Time Machine. How funny. Yeah. yeah. But the actual food was delicious. That's what the restaurant was like. That's yeah. what the end. The intro was like, or the and the, the place. Intro, yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, it was it was themed as like a, I don't know, twenties or thirties kind of feel Italian restaurant. By the time we were eating, it was what seven o'clock there, and it was nine o'clock our time. It felt it might as well have been midnight. Dude, I mean, yeah. I think a lot of us were really delirious, and then we had this really really heavy meal, which was delicious, but it was like <laughs> it was a lot. It yeah, <laughs> we we could have all fallen asleep 
30 my seconds after we finished. the bathroom soon enough after. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. That was a great meal. It was, if we would have been, I told several people, if we would have been in San Antonio, I would have brought my food home. But because we're going back to hotels, like, yeah, I'm not taking that. But it was that good. It was really, really good food. What else before the draft? I uh, went, oh, <laughs> we went to, uh, went down to Fremont, which is old Vegas. And uh, some of us did anyway and took that whole show in. I, I think. I was about 30 seconds away from having a stroke while standing outside because there was so much noise and so many lights going off and just just so many crazy people. But we gambled for a bit down there. That was fun. Jumped in a uh, party bus on the way back to the hotel. That was cool. That was, a, that was a pretty weird, windy way to get to the party bus, too. There was some crazy lady talking over Ryan and Joey's shoulder, just talking to herself, but... They they thought they were talking. To, they thought she was talking to them or someone else, and it was very very oh my weird. Gosh. Very. So uh, were we all together most of the time, or did, were, were there kind of groups that were split off? I'd say most of the time we were together, and it, there were, really wasn't any like issue with that either. It was pretty. We're all in the same spot, dra- or gambling, or we all went to dinner both nights together pretty much uh everyone that was there my dad didn't get in till saturday morning uh the day of the draft so um oh, yeah okay. yeah cool it was a great time Man, I, I i hate that i missed it yeah we all I kept was, talking uh, about you and daniel yeah i was i think i was babysitting as, my kids as i was uh drafting so that was a unique experience i definitely yeah. missed being <laughs> with you guys that explains so much about your draft now. <laughs> yeah, well, I was letting I was letting my kids pick, so that explains said, even more. I, I just I just clicked on it. Someone said, "Ouch, I, this hurts." And you go, "Oh, okay, Jalen hurts." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> perfect. Well, we'll get into that. We'll we'll definitely get into that. Was there anything else, David, about Vegas that we didn't talk about? Well, we went to a magic show. I think that oh. was actually noteworthy um, because some of us were actually in the magic show. <laughs> oh, anybody get hypnotized? No, no, not quite. No, <laughs> not we're all Christians here. <laughs> uh, we went to see Matt Franco at the link, and uh, it was my brother, my dad, myself. Uh, Ryan and Lewis all at one table and then on, on one side and then the other side was the rest of the group at another table and uh, right in the middle of the mag- magic show he's doing this trick and uh, he's supposed to be calling this like cell phone that he made disappear and uh, our table starts vibrating super loud and we're like what the heck and right in front of Joey he comes all the way out right in front of Joey and goes you guys said you heard it where was it this side of the table, this side of the table. Pointed to Joey's side. He goes, okay. And he takes a he takes a knife and he jams it into the side of the table. And he's like, and then he reaches his hand and pulls out the cell phone. And it was the lady's cell phone. It was it was pretty nuts. No he, way. He had like taken a picture of her on the, on the stage. And so you like you knew it was her phone. And then he had her husband call the phone. It's like three different points of verification that it was her her, her phone the whole time. 
It was pretty. It was pretty impressive. Joey was like, Whoa. and it was in front of, and it was right in front of Joey. Yeah, Joey had no idea. It was kind of like uh, when he drafted J.K. Dobbins. It was just right underneath his nose the whole time. Yeah, and then it was yeah. just gone, and, and then it was it, just it, gone. It was gone. Yeah, gone. lost it. <laughs> oh man, that was that was a whole nother story in and of itself. Uh, but yeah, that was that was fun. The the I'm glad everyone got to do that. That was kind of booked last minute for a lot of folks. Um, I actually booked it for my dad and my brother because we love up close magic and all that. And then everyone's like, "Yeah, I want to go." I was like, "Cool, let's all go." So glad it worked out. Yeah, that's smoked, sweet. Smoked some cigars and wrapped up the show and headed back to San Antonio. It was great. Awesome. Good time. Everyone got to meet Bryce. So Bryce is well known now. He's uh. He's another Aggie faithful. I think he made some friends uh, that weekend. Sweet. And, uh, yeah, it's all yeah, good. Yeah, can't wait to meet him. Good deal. Good. Well, since we're uh, since we're talking about Vegas, we thought it'd be appropriate to essentially grade the draft and talk through some of the best picks and some of the worst picks, and maybe even following that, maybe we can even do some power rankings. So. With that being said, best pick of the draft. Let's just get this one out of the way. Uh, best and worst picks. They have to be tied to Joey and 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 David. And it's very simply we're gonna we're gonna go beyond this, but we got to get this out of the way. J.K. Dobbins is definitely the worst pick for obvious reasons. And then we got uh, Gus freaking Edwards. What what round did you take Gus Edwards and David? The 12th. The 12th round. You got yourself an <laughs> RB1 in the 12th round. Even if he's not an RB1, even if he's top 15. That is quite the value. So, for Stuart, to fill you in on what happened there, we were all sitting there just wrapping up the draft, hanging out, eating our little buffalo wings and drinking our last drinks. And then, David, take it from there. Tell us the story that happened at your table. Oh my word. I'm sitting there. I kind of went, I've got Aaron Jones on my team. I decided I was going to kind of punt running back. I already kind of, if, if it, the board didn't fall my way in the first round, which it didn't, um, Mixon was kind of the last back and he went the ninth pick or the 10th pick. I had the 11th pick. So then I was like, if that happens, I'm just going to kind of punt. I'm going to try and just kind of piecemeal it together. Get one of these guys who's kind of in these, um, I guess, ambiguous backfields. And then maybe something happens. Maybe there's an injury. And so I'm kind of, at this point, I'm like reviewing the draft. The draft is, o- is over. Um, okay. And I'm sitting there and I'm talking to Ryan and I'm like, man, I just really need um, J.K. Dobbins. Oh, I was like, I really need J.K. Dobbins to get hurt. I was like, <laughs> I want to read, read you. Because I, I was like, let me read you the first drive because they played the starters. And it was like. J.K. Dobbins runs for 10 yards. J.K. Dobbins runs for 12 yards. J.K. Dobbins for seven yards. Gus Edwards for 15 yards. Gus Edwards for eight yards. Gus Edwards for 12 yards. And I was like, man, if they just had like one running back, that would be an awesome situation. I really just need J.K. <laughs> Dobbins to get hurt. And as I'm saying that, I get this. I don't know if y'all have the sleeper notifications on your app. Yes. You get them instantly as they post. And it was like J.K. Dobbins down. I'm like, what just happened? And I was like, I'm not even joking. And Brian can attest to this. 
And so literally, as I was saying it, the, the tweet or whatever, the post comes out and then we're just like, what is going on? So I'm trying to gather, I'm looking, I'm Googling. And then it's like, uh, JK Dobbins being helped off the field. JK Dobbins leaving on a stretcher. And I'm like, oh my word. <laughs> you <laughs> killed him, David, you <laughs> killed him. R.I.P. And thus is the end. Oh, God. J.K. Dobbins. You just got to talk about people getting hurt, and it just happens. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That voodoo, juju voodoo. Yeah, a little voodoo, juju, J.K. Dobbins. (laughs) J.K. It would have been funny if they would have come out after he said, leaving on a stretcher and just said, J.K., J.K. So stupid. <laughs> so I was going to say that J.K. Dobbins was the uh, bust of the draft uh, before the injury. So mm. with the injury. It, yeah, because uh, he went fourth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who yeah. would you have? Okay. Who would you have taken over Anyone Dobbins? Else? Do you, do you want to read the first round again to remind yeah. everybody? So pick number one for Ryan Palomo. Lo and behold, he gets another rookie phenom, Najee Harris the Pittsburgh Steelers. Daniel had two and three because Bryce ended up trading that pick to Daniel. Uh, So Bryce should have been three, but Daniel was two uh, with Gibson and then Calvin Ridley, which I think we all, yeah, we all thought that was a surprise. We all think we had uh, Jefferson pegged if he was going to take a receiver there. And uh, so that kind of fell. And then (laughs) following that, we had Joey who took his time on this pick. He, he didn't quite rush it, so he was doing a little bit of last-second research and thought he had a safe pick in J.K. Dobbins. And I did not ever in any mock have Justin Jefferson fallen to me, so I took him. Then who were fall- you hoping to get there, Jonathan? Um, I, so I had on my board, I had uh, Jefferson, uh, Gibson, and Mixon. Those were my three. Yeah. And I actually had it Gibson, Jefferson, Mixon in that order. And uh that fell to me. Uh I didn't like I didn't like Dobbins as my one. And I figured if Gibson or Mixon were not there, I'd go zero RB. But if Jefferson was there, I'm definitely taking Jefferson. Yeah. Um No no thought for Hopkins. No, I think Or Lamb. I, I no I don't I don't mind the lamp pick I just think there's more mouths to feed there, um, so if we keep going we'll get to those guys so you got Murray first QB off the board which Stewart we're gonna let you talk on that a little bit but we want sure, a water I'd bet be happy to we, we want a water bet off of this uh, when we were in the pool of Vegas David and I were just telling everybody like Murray's not making it past pick number six we already know this is happening and I think Ryan <laughs> took our took that bet. So Ryan's we already got like Ryan's like they'd be an idiot to take him. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Who'd Ryan take? I don't know if he said that. Oh, he took he took Harris. Yep. So talk us through uh, Murray a little bit before we finish out the first round. What was your? Uh, were you just saying, "Hey, I'm taking Murray no matter what," or were, did you have anyone else targeted? If what if uh, yeah. what if for some reason? People were not believing in Najee Harris. Would you have drafted Harris over Murray? Yes, he was. He was actually someone that I was thinking would probably fall to me. So I would, which again, who knows, right? But I was, I had him as someone that I would take at six. 
if he was available. He was kind of my number one. I didn't know. Um, I was I I didn't know if he'd make it to six, but I was super surprised that he went number one. I did I I didn't feel like. Uh, I mean, I think he's going to be a workhorse, and he'll you know get twenty five touches. But um, I was just surprised by that. So, yeah, I mean, what really what I really struggled with honestly was I mean I needed some receivers and. Um, I, I just assumed that Hopkins would be gone and Jefferson would be gone, which were the two guys that I was kind of um, wanting to get. So then when Hopkins wasn't taken and I had the opportunity to take him, I just, I, I, I mean, it, I don't know if you remember, but it took me a while to, to, to pick. You did. Um, yep. And it was, I was trying to decide and it was just so interesting that the dynamic of, of Murray and Hopkins, cause I'm like, okay, do I want the guy that's catching the ball or do I want the guy that's throwing the ball? And which uh, again, is not necessarily the best logic, but in that moment I was just thinking as much as I need a receiver and I wanted to take Hopkins. I also, I loved having Kyler. We had that long talk about who I was going to keep last year. And so I was, I really wanted Kyler and just knowing, I just felt like knowing our our league, Kyler wouldn't be available. And I, I mean, I, I knew that I Hopkins wouldn't be available either. Yeah, yeah, I, I knew Hopkins wasn't going to be available either. But I was, I felt like someone would take Kyler even if they didn't want him, just so I wouldn't get him. So <laughs> I was going to take him. Mm. Were you really? Yeah, I would have with with Mixon not fall, or Montgomery not falling to me. I would have taken Murray. Yeah. Mm. So Montgomery anyway, went next. I mean, yeah, Montgomery, which was a surprise to me too. That was a that was. I I wasn't shocked. I I think uh, when my dad, yeah, when my dad locks in on a guy that works for him, and last year he had to get my dad had a good team, right? So Montgomery was still there. He's like, let me take him, and it'll be a common thread with if you when you go down through his team, guys right. that he's familiar with. I mean, we ran through the last five games. I think on the last podcast. I mean, yep. Yeah. Good yeah. for him. You know. Yep. And he needed a running back. I needed a running back. I didn't take one. I knew that you and Mike Staffold needed receivers. So that's why I went. I kind of zigged while y'all zagged because I figured you would take for need. And I was like, I'll just take the best player I thought was available with Jefferson. Anyway, so we had Murray, then Montgomery. And then here's Staffold will take in CeeDee Lamb, which, you know, I thought he'd go in the first round, but I did think he'd go after Hopkins. Um, and that's when Mike shared his logic behind it, which I don't disagree with was, you know, Hopkins is on the back end of his career going down um, athletically where CeeDee Lamb is, you know, he hasn't scratched the surface of his potential yet. So, you know, he has a potential future keeper in Lamb where Hopkins is losing more value that way. So he sees them somewhat even. Maybe he even gives uh, tip of the cap to Hopkins this season, I think he even said. Um so that's why he went Lamb, which made sense to me. So there you go. Hopkins falls all the way to Lewis at pick nine. And then you had <laughs> me and Senior were talking about strategy before, and I was like, you know, who are you going to take? Who you, and he's like, who's going to be there? I need a running back. And I was like, man, I don't know if that many running backs are going to make it to you because I think there's a lot of teams that are going to take them early. And lo and behold, Joe Mixon falls all the way to 10, who I was thinking about taking at five. 
So there's Mixon at 10. Those were the two best picks of the first round, 9 and 10. Hopkins and Mixon, and that's only because they fell. Just because the value they got, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because you could argue they're, you know, they can definitely finish in the top five in their position. Those are probably two of the most high volume at their positions, like top five volume. Right. They have the, they have that. It's in the realm of outcomes for them to do that. Then you got have David. Either, have, have either of you guys ever had Mixon on your team? I had him last year. I I had him. I think for if I did, I traded him quickly. I know he's frustrating. Against Jonathan on for me last year. I I know I've yeah. played against him when he's played well. But yeah. I know it's frustrating to own him too. Yeah, yeah, he's he seems very up and down and very injury prone. So, uh, yeah, I, I think it's more of a bet on the offense too. Yeah, so that was true. that that was another reason why I had Mixon. I didn't want to take Mixon over Jefferson. Was I thought Jefferson was slightly safer. Um, I thought Mixon's going to produce if he's healthy, but he hasn't been fully healthy for two years. There's so, not, I mean, who's the number two running back on the Bengals? <laughs> I don't know. You could tell me anybody. So he's 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 safe from from a uh, as long as he's healthy, he's safe from volume. That like he's going to get volume. He touches the ball twenty plus times a game. I right. Mean, yeah. Find that at the back of the first is tremendous. Was tremendous value. So. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So then here comes pick eleven. I I was quite interested in what David was going to do and uh, Allen Robinson. Huh. Explain that yeah. pick. Uh, yeah, I really ten was kind of my tier. <laughs> uh, I had I actually had Robinson ahead of CD Lamb, but I would have probably picked Lamb just for the same reasons Mike did. Yeah. Um. I I mean I have Robinson as a top ten receiver. He's been top three in targets the past two years. Um. The choice was really Allen or Robinson, and that was going to be my question. Yeah, I had Keenan last year. Keenan. They're going to be similar in front of targets. I think Alice, uh, Allen Robinson, you know, is a little bit more of a yardage guy than Keenan. Um, I do like Keenan's quarterback. So they were they were close. I mean, they were back to back in my rankings. Um, I just Terry McLaurin. I, I wanted somebody who was. I, I think Robinson has more big games than Keenan Allen. Um, and so they were. I don't think I can't remember who finished ahead last year. I think it was Robinson. They're close, so he's a low end back of the wide receiver one. So I didn't really love where I was at at that point. I wasn't going to take a running back. Um, I actually I had a tier. There was a tier breaker running back, and I had Swift, Robbins, Robinson, Carson, and I actually had uh, Chase Edmonds in that same tier. Mm. Only because I love that. I love that offense. Um, and I love that he catches the ball. So at that point, I was like, if I'm not going to get somebody like Mixon with with a bunch, I'm going to kind of punt a little bit. And so I was kind of targeting Evans. I was glad to get him in the fourth round um, just with the upside. And then I was kind of punching some of these ambiguous backfields um, was kind of my strategy. So I picked Singletary. I picked Gus Edwards, obviously, before he was hurt for the same the same idea. If, if it's They're really good offenses from a running standpoint, and if somebody gets hurt, you right. got a really high upside running back. So Singletary is the same thing. But if, if Zach Moss was to get hurt, um, maybe not so much Gus Edwards because the Ravens lead the league in rushing yards every year, I feel like. Um, and I don't trust James Conner to stay healthy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I know Stewart picked him, though, picked him over here. Um, you can't so we'll quit him. <laughs> yeah, so, well, so at that point I was like, I'm, I'm just going to go receiver. So – um, I would have loved to to get Kyler Mixon or really CD there. Was hope that who's a, I was hoping would fall, 
Um, and none of them fell, so that's fine. Okay, so let's let's just pretend Dobbins is off the board for obvious reasons. And I know, Stuart, you actually said probably the worst pick regardless. Who would you think would be the next probably worst pick in the first round? Oh, by the way, we finished with DeAndre Swift at 12 uh, for Jackson, who I wanted to stay away from personally because uh, yeah, I... I I don't like the I don't like the Lions offense. I don't like golf at quarterback their new system and I think yeah, I think if you look injury. at it outside of Najee, who's just a rookie, I think you have top ten players at every single position that was drafted, except yeah. for Swift. Yep. I think it was I think I, it was one of our more solid first round drafts in a while. Not not a whole lot of Swings. I, I was surprised. To, I mean, I wasn't surprised to see Kyler go in the first. I think I was surprised to see him go that early in general, but I just knew if Stewart would have been towards the back of the draft or the back of the first round, I think it would have made more sense. But I get why you took him too. I mean, we talked about it at length. Did you ever try year. and trade back, Stewart? Or no? Did I try to? No. No. Okay. Um, the. I would say the thing that maybe was most surprising and could end up being the worst pick and not necessarily the worst, like he's going to be, have a bad year, but just, you know, Daniel taking Calvin Ridley at three with, with those other receivers that were available to him, Justin Jefferson, CD lamb, Deandre Hopkins, and even, you know, even going to, to Allen Robinson, not that, not that I would have taken, I would have taken Ridley over Robinson, but I don't, I don't, I, I have those. I had those other three receivers ahead of Ridley, so that was kind of a surprise to me. Yeah. yeah. The only the only thing I can compare it to as like potentially the the low end for Ridley would be like Juju um, at, coming off his year where he he had just a ton of receiving yards with Antonio Brown opposite him. Now Julio's gone, and I know Julio missed a lot of games, but you know I think. Now that teams are going to hone in on Ridley as the number one option, it'll be interesting to see if he can produce at the same clip. Ridley's so that... going to score the most touchdowns of any receiver draft in the first round. Ooh. Mate, Hopkins is the only one that scares me. So you're going to give me the field on that? Of the first round, yeah. Of the first round? I'll water bet that. All right. Ridley. Ridley. Water bet. <laughs> So I got, so I've got Jeff, I've got Jefferson, Lamb, Hopkins, and Allen Robinson against Ridley. I'll take that. I'll take those odds. Combine you those. Oh, those all combined. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you meant combined. I meant I think I get each one of their seasons yeah, individually. Yeah, I know. I was teasing. Which I'll take. I, I, you know what? I'll back CD Lamb on that offense. I, I feel so really what, probably best about him actually. What were y'all saying about uh, people? Anyone can jump in on these water bets. Is that right? Yeah, we talked about. I'll let you talk while I type here, John. Yeah, I think I think it was just trying to get, uh, or some of the feedback at the pool was, "Hey, you guys, you know, you guys come up with these really fun water bets, but we don't get a chance to weigh in on them because they're recorded, posted, and then the week starts." So, what if you posted them ahead of time on the sleeper app, and people could also you know, speak their mind, join in, vote, whatever. Um, so that is, I think, the idea going into this year. And then with everything being, you know, housed in sleeper, it makes it really easy to track. We can pin the water bets 
excuse me, we can pin the water bets and, uh, you know, track them weekly or, or whatnot. So are you thinking about jumping in on this? I guess that's my question to you. Yeah, I'm thinking about it. <laughs> Cause I agree with you, Stuart. I think Ridley is probably the safest bet, but I do think his upside might be the most concerning out of those other than Allen Robinson. I'd say the first three Jefferson lamb and Hopkins, I think have right. higher yeah. upsides than Ridley, but not necessarily a bad move is a safe move uh, by, Ryan, uh, just, by Daniel. So that's why we water bet. Yep. I think his, I think his, his ceilings wide receiver one. Yeah, I know. I, I, I know you've gone through that. I just, I wish we saw all the splits where it's just Ridley on the field and not opposite Julio. So that's why I guess I'm betting it. As you saw, I had Ridley last year, so I followed this really closely because Julio missed a lot of time last year. Yeah. And I mean, he had a zero, which was out of nowhere last year, but I think he's just an elite. I mean, going back to his days at Alabama, he's always been an alpha. Well, We'll and see. He, and you would argue, I mean, he's he's scored way more touchdowns than Julio, which Julio is surprising, you know, in the time that they were there. That is weird. Yeah. that I think that's more of a Julio problem than it is a Ridley thing. But, hey, Ridley's still got the touchdown, so that's what we're debating. Um, Do you want to go through round two? Do you want to go skip ahead to any other picks that you thought were surprising? Let's do round two, and then we can kind of skip highlights after that. Okay. High, a lot of good players still. Yeah, there's still a lot of almost keeper worthy players. Okay, so uh, pick 13, number one pick in the second round is Ryan's. He had Keenan Allen, which to be frank, that's where I was asking the question. I thought you were going to go Keenan Allen uh, over Robinson. Not that I don't, I mean, I think you're right. I think they're very close, so I don't think it's a bad pick, but I just thought you'd take Allen with Herbert at quarterback. Then you got Evans, Mike Evans at. Second pick in the second round taken by Daniel. So there's your upside receiver. So he could be playing the uh, balance game there, having Evans and, and Ridley, which, fair enough, roster construction matters. And then Bryce. But I'll you tell should... you, Evans, I'm, I'm still like, I mean, I'm an Aggie, Aggie guy through and through, but Evans oh, no. surprised me a little bit too. So. He has a pretty low floor for sure. Yeah. He does. Uh, he can have a, a weak – I think, what was it? Uh, was it last year or two years ago where he had like two catches for two touchdowns and two yards or something? Yeah, <laughs> something weird? Last year. What was that? It was twice last year he did that. Yeah, I know he did for sure a couple times at the one where he just caught like a one yard touchdown pass. Yeah. I thought he had like two for Brady, two for two. Yeah, Brady gets down there and just loves him on the fade. Yeah, he should. He's a beast. Uh, but there's a lot of mouths to feed in Tampa, so that's. That could be another one that's C.D. Lamish, where you get shut out a couple games. And we were talking about this. Um, Bryce was not a happy camper. Um, the fact that he had to declare keepers before the NFL draft. And uh, Travis Etienne was drafted to the Jaguars in the first round. So uh, James Robinson lost a lot of value. And so he said, well, I'm not keeping James Robinson. So he let him go back into the field, and then Travis Etienne got hurt. Uh, <laughs> Travis now, this was Preston's first pick. Excuse me, I misspoke. So he he we declared uh, we declared keepers after the draft. That's why he did that. Yeah. Um, so 
their keepers closer towards our actual draft. Correct. That's what I meant. He wanted it to be basically right before the, our fantasy draft, we declare keepers. Um, and so he was like, man, I would have kept James Robinson, blah, 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 blah. And here on his first pick in the second round, he gets James Robinson. So it's like, you know, it all worked out. You're fine. Uh, yeah. A side conversation we did have that I'll just plant the seed. Um, I don't care, honestly, that that was in the pool was, if you during the um, summit, you actually get to select three offensive players instead of two of who would which could be your keeper, essentially. Um, and so in Preston's case, he would have he kept um, who did he keep? He kept Robert Woods, Alvin Kamara, and then he could have also designated James Robinson. He didn't actually select them until you actually show up at the draft and then you pick two of them. So. A little bit of kind of you got to be a little bit prepared at the draft. You got to know what's going on. And it kind of just adds to the craziness that a draft already is. But it also protects against the situation that happened with him where and really injury more than anything. Um, and a lot of that's a function of when are we doing our summit versus the draft. So and um, it's it, and even. Yeah, the draft can can has you guys don't understand the variables that go into planning a draft because we got to try and make sure everyone can make it and so sometimes certain weekends are just not doable um so we try to push it out as far as possible sometimes it just doesn't work out to where we can get after all the preseason games and so that would be a good solution kind of a wrinkle where you don't as someone who's preparing for the draft that would be annoying to not know anything until you you know started the draft um but if you if you knew that three out of the 20 people on his team were were potentially kept so the 17 others were going back into the pool then you can at least prepare reasonably so it's interesting uh it would make for another fun reveal at the draft um and we could load the keepers in that way so um i don't mind it we can talk about it next summit for sure so James Robinson goes three in the second round, and then quarterback number two comes off the board, Lamar Jackson, which compounded with the J.K. Dobbins pick. This could get interesting. I mean, Lamar Jackson, probably his rushing value may have increased a little bit as well, but um, yeah, yeah uh, it's still going to be – that's just a lot of, of uh, eggs in that basket over there. Um, and he was potentially a keeper. I was actually surprised he – didn't take Kyler Murray uh, if he was going to go quarterback early. I would have taken Kyler over Dobbins probably, but yeah. Uh, Josh Jacobs goes next. It's my first and only running back at the time, and I just I couldn't do Chris Carson. I actually had Carson ranked ahead of Jacobs, but I already had Metcalf, and I hate having a receiver running back combo. I actually had it last year with Gibson and McLaurin, and that was extremely frustrating because you just you would just go, you'd end a drive and two of your guys are just, one of them's not happy. <laughs> one of them's not happy, yeah. right? Or both of them aren't happy. <clears throat> or uh, yeah, at the very least, one of them isn't. So <laughs> just not, it's just not as fun. The quarterback running back or quarterback receiver stack is way more fun to have. So went Jacobs, he was the, only, he was the next guy on my list, but not, not super thrilled about it. Mari Cooper goes next to Stewart, and uh, I wanted to ask you here: Did you think you got the best Cowboys uh, receiver, or do you think that was Lamb? Um, I would say it's probably still Cooper, but uh, probably for the same reason that that Stafford took Lamb. 
I could see this being a breakout year for Lamb and Cooper kind of falls fades to the background. Uh, but I could also see Cooper, you know, hanging right with him and having a similar year to what he did last year. So I didn't love it. I didn't love it, but I definitely wasn't going to take Brandon Ayuke or whatever his <laughs> name is. Oh, you're had, getting ahead of us I, here. You know, Chris Godwin, the that Tampa. I, I wanted to stay away from that Tampa receiving core. What are you going to do? So anyway, I hate DJ Moore. Adam Thielen stinks. So um, <laughs> I know I'm, I'm moving. I'm moving through. But no, no, I that's. Really, I didn't have. I didn't have a whole lot of options, and I needed a receiver, and so I thought he was. He was my best option. Yeah, where did Coop? Uh, I mean, we can keep moving th- forward, but if you want to look up, where did Cooper finish last year? Because I don't think I didn't fully appreciate how good he did last year. Um, I don't know. What, he, with, I, he was good. I don't remember where he where he finished. I mean, he had Dak for five games and then nothing yeah. after that. So um, the Red Rocket, the Red Rocket. Matt Bonner was throwing him touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, Chris Carson go next to Ryan. That was a good pick. Uh, and then the aforementioned Brandon Ayuk went to Mike Staffel, who I I feel that Debo is the better receiver. But from a health perspective, I get why you probably take Ayuk. Um, Samuel seems to get hurt a lot. Uh, I thought it was a bit early for Ayuk, but you know he could be. This could be uh, his breakout season as well. So he's got two guys at receiver that could ascend and make us all look dumb. Yep. Then you got Dak going quarterback number three off the board. That means there's half the league has quarterbacks at this point. Uh, Dak goes to Ryan and Ryan can afford it because he had three second round picks. Uh, and I think that was his third pick in the second round at that point. Then you got Chris Godwin going to again, great value for senior. Uh, I, you know, Godwin has the upside for a top five finish. I agree with you, Stuart. I don't want any part of that receiving core because it can just bounce around, at least at that price. I don't want any part of that receiving core. Um, I don't want to have to rely on them, one of them starting. And then David enters the fray with old man Julio Jones. I was surprised at this one. I can't believe he took Julio this early. Yeah, yeah, I, I wanted a. Uh... A boom flex player. I think he's that. Didn't you have Deontay Johnson last year? Yeah, I did. <laughs> I, I was kind of surprised you didn't take him, honestly. Yeah, I mean, Julio's the, what, 18th or 19th receiver off the board at this point? I mean, I had – I didn't have Julio. I had him right about that range, so I didn't – I didn't like yeah. the – I thought Claypool – I mean, Claypool and DJ Moore were the next – Picks and then Deontay. Deontay was next on my board. Um, yeah, but the thing, yeah. I don't think Julio's going to play all year. But I, when Julio plays, he's good. He's always been good. And, and I don't think he's lost it yet. So I think you have an interesting receiver core. I think you've got guys that are going to rank between 12 and 20 um, at the end of the year. Um, but I don't think they drop below 20. And I don't think they break into that top 10. Um, area yeah, either. Yeah, on a season you're probably right, but on a per game basis. Sure. Yeah. yeah I think that's that's, that's definitely baked into Julio's draft price, really, because yeah. if Julio's on the field all 17 games, he's in the first round for sure. Yeah, and um, I and this will probably be the first year Julio doesn't have number one corners guarding him. So yeah, I don't think he's I don't he's not in his prime necessarily, but I don't think he's lost enough to 
be worried at least or scared off at that price. Yeah, I, it's funny because now we each, the three of us, each own a key piece of the Titans' offense, and so it'll be interesting when we play each other how that pans out. Uh, <laughs> there will be some big swings there, and then. There goes Jackson taking another uninspired running back with Miles Sanders. <laughs> I was not impressed with his running back selections, but you know he has Dalvin Cook, so he can afford to take shots at these guys because he basically has two running backs with Cook. Um, but I've owned Sanders, and uh, I would like to stay away from him as far away as I can. So that's the round number two. Any surprises there that were... Noteworthy as as busts or great values. Yeah, I mean, I didn't, I didn't have Ayuk and Sanders nearly that high, or Jacobs nearly that high. Um, did you think uh, they were? Did you think they were going to stay in the second, or did you think they were all going to fall to the third? Or I guess in your uh, ranking, I, I they just weren't on my board for the second, is what I'm saying. So gotcha. Uh, that's just personal preference. That's definitely probably their ADP, honestly. So I don't have an issue with it. Um, but, uh, no, I mean, I love the Chris Godwin pick at that value. And then I, the Dak pick for Ryan is really good. Obviously he had the luxury to do that. So, yeah, I, my, my least favorite is probably a um, only because I, I think I would have had him behind again, Samuel and some other like Claypool, DJ Moore, which I could be wrong about DJ Moore, but. Now that he's got a different quarterback, that could be a different story for him as well. And Deontay Johnson as well. So I think I think Ayuk was a reach. I do think um, – I do agree with the Prescott take. I'm trying to see if there's any other ones. That, I, I think Carson actually is – I would have taken Carson where I was if it weren't for my roster construction. I think that really put me in a bad spot. And I didn't think I could upgrade if I drafted – I hate drafting to trade. So I didn't want to draft him and then try and shop him. I feel like I would have lost value pretty quickly on him. So Ryan won the second round. He had three picks, and he got Keenan Allen. Yeah, he hit on all of them. Prescott, all the values. Yeah, yeah he yeah. he hit he did well. What about you, Stuart? That's, why, that's why his team's so good. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's where he, yeah, that's where he earned it right there in the second round, along with Najee. I, yeah, I mean, I I had Miles Sanders significantly lower. I I mean, I. That's probably in my mind the worst pick. I know it was the last pick in the second round, but uh, it'll be interesting to see how Miles Sanders does. But that, that, and then Brandon Ayuk, who we were, who we were talking about, like neither of those guys were are are any good. So, all right. Well, let's bounce around then and, and wrap this up. So, where do you guys see some of the picks that stand out the rest of the draft that are? Uh, what did you think about Kyle Pitts going in the third? Surprised. Yeah, he was uh, the third pick in the third. It looks like there were the two tight ends in the third, which yeah. with Mark Andrews as well. Um, I don't know. I just feel like there's such a we've talked about that before with the tight ends. There's such a drop down that, um, and especially with a rookie, you're like you're really betting on. Kyle Pitts at at that pick. So, uh, yeah, I was surprised by both of those. I yeah, probably P- like Hawk- Hawkinson is probably going to have a better year than both of those guys, in my opinion. I didn't like Pitts where he was taken. I think Pitts will finish in the top, whatever, six, five or six at tight end just because of volume. 
uh, and he does have talent, but he's a rookie. You know, they they struggle there. Uh, I thought Jamar Chase, in my opinion, is the is the tough one for me to swallow. I've just seen too many uh, stories about him struggling and drops, and he's been out of football for a year and a half or whatever that was. So he could, I it could be slow I, at the beginning. I didn't, yeah, I didn't care for the tight end and chase back to back on the third. That yeah, a little rich. I, I don't know about. I mean, to bet on that offense, like I said, with Mixon, I just. So in that in that round, I would have taken the three of the four receivers that fell behind those two. So Deontay Johnson, uh, Chase Claypool, and DJ Moore. I would have taken over both of those, both the Bengals receivers. Yeah, the the one pick I liked was in the fourth was Cup. Um, I thought that was really good value coming yep. after all those guys we're just talking about: Chase, T. Higgins, DJ Moore. So. Yeah, Cup was good. Um, surprised Herbert made it as far as he did, but again, the way that the draft fell, so Wilson got picked in the third and Herbert in the fourth. At that point, let's see, that's eight out of our 12 uh, yeah. league members owned a quarterback with Herbert going in the fourth. Yeah. And then you got, let's see, a couple starting, run, like notable starting running backs in the fifth, um, excuse me, the fourth. Uh, so Mike Davis, probably the unquestioned running back in Atlanta, who, Stuart, I kind of thought you would uh, take the shot at Mike Davis. Didn't you own him last year? Yeah, yeah. He's good. It'll I, mean, be, he, I, I wasn't sure what he was going to do in that Atlanta offense, but um, he was really good. You thought he'd have to year. battle uh, D'Angelo Williams? <laughs> yeah, you know, that's going to be a tough a tough matchup there. Or Yep. Then you got Miles Gaskin, uh, probably the starter in, in Miami. That should be a decent offense. And then you got David taking uh, Chase Edmonds. Um, again, more than likely the starter. Uh, I think it's going to be a pretty even split till James Conner gets hurt, but Chase Edmonds in the fourth. <laughs> so <laughs> you mean. laugh. So mean. <laughs> Why does that mean? <laughs> I said He's not going to get hurt. Oh. oh well, we'll water bet on that right now. Yeah, we'll have to play that game. I yeah. like Mostert there in the fourth. Mostert in the fourth. Uh, yeah, I had to jump. I actually wanted to take Mostert, but I couldn't take Mostert over Sermon for the same fear about James Conner. Mostert gets hurt a lot, and I knew it. Mostert is the Julio Jones of the running back position. If he's on the field, he's going to score. Yeah. Um, but then he's going to miss so many, so much time from a hamstring or a groin or something. Yeah. So I, I, I needed I, some more stability. I went I with Sermon. Picking Mostert after watching the preseason game the next day on TV, <laughs> just watching him. I mean, he's just so fast. Yeah, I just, I just wanted a piece of that backfield. So I took Sermon, hoping for the upside of the the young rookie figuring it out. But Mostert's probably the right guy to own right out the gate. He'll both sure. be relevant. Yeah. Uh, Brady goes in the fifth. That was pretty uh, interesting. I was actually frustrated with Mike because I was, I think there was a, the next couple rounds, uh, I got, I either got sniped or I sniped some, I sniped like Bryce or somebody, but Brady was on my radar to pick three picks before or, or right before Mike took him. Uh, so I ended up taking Antonio Brown of all people in that round. <laughs> <laughs> Who? I like that. 
yeah, the problem is I'm not going to play him. I mean, it's not really a problem. I've got three great receivers, but um, we'll see. He could be he could be a great trade piece for those of you interested in a high-volume receiver on a good offense, potentially a high-volume receiver on a good offense. Um, who else? Who did you take, Stuart? Oh, this is one I had a problem with, Stuart. What were you thinking taking Kenny Galladay in the fifth round? Well, I wasn't going to take up a washed-up Antonio Brown, so <laughs> I was like, well. Were you DJ sad? That- DJ Chark was awesome for David last year, so I really hey, probably should have taken that him. Juju Smith dumpster was one pick before you. Yeah, would you, have ta- would you have taken Juju or Galladay in that spot if they were both available? I probably still would have taken Galladay just because I already had Deontay Johnson, so I wasn't going to get Oh, uh, that's right. I wasn't going to. I would, But if I didn't have... Deontay, I would have had. I would have taken Juju for sure over Galladay. <clears throat> Interesting. Yeah, I so, don't want any again, part of the Giants' offense, man. The Giants look like I mean, a dumpster fire. Galladay. No, that's a great pick. Be, thank you, <laughs> thank you, David. Galladay is going to be, uh, you know, he'll be a top ten receiver for sure. Oh. <laughs> On the Giants. He'll be a top 10 receiver on the Giants. <laughs> Let him finish. His I was going to say, I don't know. He might get hurt. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Okay. That was one. My fifth round pick or my sixth round pick? Better? So I know that's what I was going to say. You had two picks in a row that had me scratching my head. Um, and then I think the entire chat blew up once you took Jalen Hurts in the sixth. <laughs> and we were going. we were all saying, what is he doing? Taking a second quarterback in six rounds where you know you're going to play Kyler. Uh, so yeah. what, walk us through your process there with uh, Jalen Hurts. I really liked Jalen Hurts. I still really <laughs> like him. And I think he's going to be a great quarterback this year. Um, if you look at his look at his look how he ended the season last year, he's going to be great. And so the only play was – I'm going to draft this guy and I'm going to trade him to somebody who needs a quarterback because I think, I think he's going to be that good and someone's going to want him. And guess what? I've already gotten a trade offer for him. So oh, man, was it a good one? No, no. <laughs> this <laughs> is, this is terrible acting going on right here between the two of you. <laughs> I'd love to hear so, the trade off for those. What was the trade? Oh my gosh. All I know is it had Deshaun Watson in it and I wanted no part of that. <laughs> Oh man, Deshaun David, Watson. David thinks I hadn't been watching the news or something. I don't know. <laughs> I, for whatever it's worth, I was with Jonathan and I sent that as a uh, as a joke. <laughs> sent it to him. I asked Jonathan well, who to trade you for. Him. Who who was the other one, Jonathan? Robbie Anderson. Oh, that's right, yeah. Robbie. <laughs> That's, that's Jonathan's favorite guy. That's, right. Right. <laughs> that's our little inside joke trade. Uh, I think probably four or five offers last year included Robbie Anderson to Stewart. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All of them were immediate. I think I offered a real hundred dollars and he said, no, thank you. I don't yeah, want any no, part no. of that. I, I, in all seriousness, I have continued to try and uh, make some trade offers to uh, Louis Palomo. Um, so Louis, check your, uh, check your email. <laughs> for with Jalen Hurts involved because he's got Josh Allen. I think that's no, not with Jalen Hurts. Okay, just uh, making. I'm trying sure. to get. I'm trying to get one of his players. 
Mm, well, mm, I would hope so. I hope that's what you're trying to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Super uh, tight to the vest here. Um, yeah, This. so this was a round that I think if I could have traded up or out of and got value, I would have. I, I just didn't. This is one of the worst rounds. I hated my pick in that round. So in order, Cortland Sutton. This is the round number six. Cortland Sutton, probably the best pick in the in the round, maybe. Um, Cortland Sutton, Damian Harris, who actually with Mac Jones could be pretty valuable. We'll see. That's an upside play there. DJ Chark, uh, Michael Carter, who's the rookie running back for the Jets. Barf. Tyler Higby, who I, this is this was the round I said. You know what? Might as well take a tight end because I don't like any other player here. Jalen Hurts went after Tyler Higby. Then you got Jarvis Landry, Logan Thomas, the second tight end taken in this round. Zach Moss, who I owned Moss and Singletary last year, and they are just a flaming bag of dog doo-doo. I, I, Josh Allen just takes every goal line touchdown, so good luck with that Singletary pick there, David. Um, Mike Williams, who uh, RIP, Robbie Anderson. This is like my, like, graveyard of picks look at this zach moss mike williams robbie anderson and you got brandon cooks who jackson was over the moon to get brandon Cooks. so good for you i think that's probably the worst collective round we had who's your favorite player in that round stewart not named jalen hurts <laughs> oh gosh uh yeah i mean i like I would say probably uh, Daniel's pick with Damian Harris is probably yep. the best pick. Since it's since it's a running back, I'd have to give it the nod over Sutton. Uh, Sutton might actually score more points, maybe, but Harris will be more startable, uh, more weeks. Is he? Is, he's the starter, isn't he? He is, and I just didn't like the New England offense with Cam running it. It was awful to watch. Um, and then on top of that, Newton was talk about vulturing touchdowns uh, at the goal line he would absolutely score you know yeah. eight or nine rushing touchdowns near the five so uh harris just got a bump with mac jones there at least in that regard but yeah. we'll see he's still a rookie yeah i did not like my anderson pick and as i look back at this i would have rather taken singletary there which i did the round later and then melvin gordon with the pick that i took singletary with surprised you didn't well you didn't need a you need I, a I'm surprised you didn't take Michelle, Sony Michelle. No, uh, I've done that. That's no. <laughs> He's on the Rams. I know. Or yeah. Stafford. He could be the starter. He so, could be the starter before so too long. Do you regret not taking a quarterback in this round? Is really the question for you. No, I don't. So you didn't like Stafford, Tannehill, or Trevor Lawrence over Robbie Anderson? Uh, no, of course. Well, Robbie Anderson, I, I okay. That, I thought he was just a value. So who did you have? Who did, who else did you say just now? Not Robbie Anderson, but um, I, I wish I would have done Singletary and then flipped with Gordon on the the where I picked Singletary instead. Gotcha. Only because I've seen Gordon after that after the draft and he's looked good. I don't okay. think he's going away. Okay. And then yeah. you had DP go off in the round seven. Yep. Were you all surprised seemed, that late? Yeah, which seemed early, but I don't know. Maybe it's been maybe it's been that early before, but that's well, year was around five. Yeah, I was gonna say it's been earlier for sure. But TJ Watt, Watt, it was he the first one? Yeah. 
Well, does that make sense? Uh, Patrick Queen uh, does not make sense. <laughs> in my, in my he was, I think Queen was the top rated linebacker, at least on Sleeper. Um, oh, was he? Okay. Yeah. And then Watt is actually... Watt should be a linebacker slash D end. I believe that's how he's programmed it, but it's showing up on the draft board as linebacker. And then, so we had four go in this round. Uh, Watt, Patrick Queen, Micah Parsons, who that could be a really, really good pick. Yeah. And could that be. Cunningham. I think Parsons is not going to get off the field for the Cowboys. I think he's going to boot Jalen Smith or Leighton Vanderish off the field. And maybe just Parsons plays D end at certain t- at certain points too, so he's gonna be all over the field. Who else? Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence was a. Uh, yeah. So funny story on that, Stuart. I was uh, two picks ahead of that. Took Ryan Tanhill, and actually, this was the round I said, the round before I said I might as well take tight end and then look at quarterback next round. And I had an order. I had Tannehill and Stafford. Whichever one of those fell to me, and if I had to pick, if I had both, I was going to take Tannehill over Stafford. Well, Stafford comes off the board with Lewis about four picks before, and I started to sweat a little. And I looked and I said, "Okay, Mike doesn't have a quarterback, so if he makes it past Mike, I'll get Tannehill." And the others had quarterbacks, so I take Tannehill. And Bryce popped his head up and said, "Dad, gum it, Jonathan. I, that's who I wanted." So he was so mad. He goes, Tra-, "He me, all he said was trade me Tannehill." <laughs> I was like, that's not how this that's not how this works. So he took Lawrence. Uh, we all kind of had the same idea in that round, uh, the three of us anyway. Yeah. Um, so I was happy to take Tannehill there. Um, I don't know. I don't. I think I would have ended up like David if I didn't get Tannehill or Stafford. I think I would have punted and maybe taken a shot at Fields or Lance or Baker Mayfield or somebody. I didn't. It was that was my last little tier there. Yeah. Uh, something I've been I've been real curious about for a while now is um, which I guess we're just jump we've been talking about this for a while so let's just jump the round nine round ten round eleven um, David could you explain yourself <laughs> yeah let's just wrap it up with this yeah I took Trey Lance in the so ninth round my first quarterback off the board everybody else either has one or two quarterbacks um. I like Trey Lance towards the end of the season. I think he'll get on the field. Um, and then I think he's got a tremendous upside, so really wanted to get him, so I'm glad I did. Um, I didn't think he was going to start round one, so then I was like, I need to get a, round, a week one starter, just someone who's competent, which was then Matt Ryan. And then I took Deshaun Watson because earlier that morning, it was all the smoke that we've now – it's still smoke to this day. <laughs> um, just a shot of what's going to happen. <laughs> I, I basically approached it the same way when I didn't get Kyler and really Tom Brady was the other one I was looking at um, and probably Tannehill. Those are the three. And if I didn't get one of those, I was just going to punt. I've got, I don't think all of them are really that different from Matt Ryan, in my opinion. They all kind of suck. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I'm just going to, I'm going to get the last one available. And that was Matt Ryan. Um, so to get him in the 10th, I'm fine with that. And my strategy is really the same as my running back. Just take someone and hope hope you get a a home run hit. So my home run hits would obviously Trey Lance and then, you know, Deshaun Watson. You know, if he plays, he was the fourth best quarterback last year. So he's not going to play for the Houston. So. You know what they say, like in Ted Lasso, it's the hope that kills you. Yeah. 
So, and then Gus Edwards was the 12th, my 12th round pick. So, yeah, Edwards was the best pick yeah. in your draft. You made up for it. You made up for it. Wasn't even close. After round eight, that was all my picks, was just lottery tickets. Yep. Anything else Let's, before we move along? Well, you know, last year I drafted uh, Mike Davis uh, as uh, McCaffrey's handcuff. And that paid off so well that I had to draft. And I like his name a lot. So I drafted old uh, old man Chubba, Chubba Hubbard, old man in the cupboard. So Chubba <laughs> Hubbard. Um, so nothing against you, Christian McCaffrey, but uh, here's to an injury for you. David, could you do something to make that happen? Yeah, yeah. I'll, <laughs> I'll send you the voodoo spell. Golly. Okay. No you joke. A little, you need a big old cauldron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know how he fit that on his carry-on, but he did. Yeah, wow, wow. All right, let's move on to power rankings. Power rankings. Brand new drop. Wow, I love it. <laughs> Bringing it back to uh, to the uh, good old days of Mario. So, David, walk us through the power rankings, uh, the cumulative rankings, and then we can kind of break down the discrepancies. I don't think there's a whole lot. And by the way, just so everyone knows, clearly we are basing this off of the draft and what we're projecting for the season because we haven't seen anything actually happen. So, David, take it away. These rankings are as of today, I think, for all of us, though, as of the September 6th. Yep. Um, so coming in at number one, he's number one on all of our boards. It's Ryan Palomo. Congratulations, Ryan! You uh, you won the draft. You the uh, yeah. Hold on, I can just just give me a second. <laughs> Wait, you know I probably need to reorder these because I don't see it in here actually. That's okay. I'll keep talking. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, wait, that's the wrong one. <laughs> hey, Ryan, you did what Stewart couldn't do when you had so many picks so early. You nailed them. So good job, Ryan. Number one on the board. Hey, going well, the don't, say, don't say stuff like that. It is to be determined whether he nailed them or not. He nailed it as of our power ranking. So as of right now, Ryan, oh, okay. good job. End of the season. Okay. Uh, maybe we'll make a water bet, Stewart. Um, yeah. Or somebody else, whoever wants to. Yeah. Uh, coming in at number two on the cumulative rankings, he's number two on my board, number two on Jonathan's, and three on Stewart's. It's Jackson, the reigning champ. Yeah, I think I think I uh, I think I had to put him at two because he was a champ. I don't know if I believe he's the second best team at this point, other than we really don't know. So you get a little tip of the cap for winning last year. Good job, Jackson. You're two. I know Jackson was feeling pretty good about his team. In fact, he made some water bets coming out of the draft. Um, he water bet Bryce. He water bet my dad that he would finish in the top four at the end of the season at the draft. Um, and then he water bet Bryce that he would finish in the top three. Um, so we'll see what happens there. Coming in at number three. There you go, Ryan. I found the crowd. <laughs> good job, Ryan. We're just waiting for that winter storm. <laughs> um, coming in at number three is Daniel. He's number three on my board and Jonathan's and number two on Stewart's. 
So we've all got the same top three, just kind of a different order with the exception of Ryan. We've all got one. Um, coming in at number four, Stuart. Congrats. Top four. You're four on your board, four on Jonathan's, and sixth on mine, so I'm a little lower. Oof. Uh, David, jerk. David, what David hates your team. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. Um, Jonathan, you're you're uh, fifth here. You were fourth mm. on my board, fifth on Stewart's, and sixth on yours. Yeah, I hate my team the most. Yeah. And then Mike Staffel is sixth. He's fifth on mine and Jonathan's board, and seventh. Shockers. <laughs> I wanted to put it. <laughs> New Year, same, same, same takes. Yeah, that's right. I don't. I still don't know why, but. That's a you, good rivalry. Do you remember last year your water bet was top six? So did you strategically put him at seven? Yes, I did. Okay. All right. Well, you've been seven. You can, we can talk about that a little bit more in a second. Uh, coming in at number, sorry, he was, yeah, number seven cumulatively mm. is Preston. We actually have a variance on this one. We've got Stuart. You, you're the highest on Preston. You go in sixth. I've got him seventh, which is where he's at. And Jonathan, you're uh, you're burying him at ten. Yeah, Bryce too. So yeah, and let me say this: the reason I have Bryce down there so far is because I looked at his team, and it's just all the guys I would not want to draft uh, on my team. So there you go. That's all it is. Okay. He could be good. I just don't like his players. <laughs> Price. All right. We got that. Uh, coming in at number eight, or actually a tie for eight, is the two Davids, senior in the second. Um, oh, wow. That's fitting. Let's see. I'm on myself. I've got myself ninth. Jonathan, you've got me ninth. Stuart, you've got me eighth. So pretty close there. We've got some variants on my dad. Jonathan, you've got him seven. Yep. Stuart, you've got him 11. Golly. I've got, yeah, I've got Barry. I've got a reason. I've got a reason. Is it because yeah. he has the worst quarterback and worst receiver worst combo? Player? Yeah. Nope. That <laughs> it, it's because I and we walked through it when we were doing the picks. I'm not a Mixon fan. Um, I'm not a Chris Godwin fan. The Tampa Bay wide receivers. Kyle Pitts was a surprise. That's that's a gamble in my opinion. So you're just. I love his keepers, but I mean he's got Fournette starting. Yeah, I um, like his I like his running back, one of his running backs from the Bucks if one the other one gets hurt. So Fournette and Ronald Jones. Uh if one of them is injured or gets relegated to the bench for whatever reason, then I think the other one becomes extremely valuable. But together yeah, it's kind of tough. Yeah, he's got Tyreek and Godwin paired with Mahomes. He's weak at his flex and RB two. Yeah. So, yep. so eleven, that's that's uh a little That's, bit different than Jonathan. You hate senior Stewart. I'm going to tell him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm contractually he's, obligated he's, to keep him in the playoffs <laughs> as I live under his roof. <laughs> um, all right. Coming in at number 10, number eight on Jonathan's board, ninth on Stewart, 11 on mine is Mike Searles. Mm. I'm the lowest there. And then Lewis is 11th, 10, 10, and 11. Jonathan, you're the 11 there. And then Joey, 12 on everybody's heart and everybody's board. <laughs> Consensus 12. So yeah. we were talking before the show. I really think that my opinion, and our rankings kind of show this too, is you have two, three tiers. It's tier number one, which is Ryan. I think he's got the best team right now as it stands without any snowstorms, without any injuries, just as we start the season. And then Joey, obviously we already, we didn't really like Joey's, 
picks where he picked you know players at the value they had and then obviously the, the injury to Dobbins is unfortunate at best and so that that's a that's a hard one to to have to deal with I think his week one running back two is projected for six points right now like that's just not gonna, <laughs> not gonna cut it so we'll see if he makes a move I think he needs to but um, outside of those two I think everybody else I think you could make an argument for being as high as two and being as low as 11 and and I think you kind of see that in some of the Preston and senior variants yeah and so I think in general, my kind of take, and I don't know if this is so much sleeper as it is for us just being more prepared, but I feel like there's a lot of parity in the league. Um, I thought there were a lot of really just good picks by everybody. I think there were bad picks by everybody too, myself included, right? And so um, I think that's good. And so we'll see what that kind of does. We've had years where we've kind of had a top three, a top two, a top one or two. Um it's really Ryan at the top and then kind of everybody else. And we'll see how the, you know, it kind of shakes out here, but what do y'all think? Yeah. I think the most frustrating season we've ever had was the, the time that the top four were just so dominant and no one else really had a shot. Um, so there was parody, but kind of in the wrong place, it was parody at the bottom. Uh, I, I think that to your point, I think Ryan, I, I think that the extremes are Ryan and Joey and everyone in between. I agree with that wholeheartedly. And I think it'll. Um, we'll see with uh, some of these, some of these picks that some of these, uh, in some of these rounds where they there's like high risk, high reward. They if they pan out, I mean, we could see someone separate from the pack. Right. Um, like, but like Stuart, you're a good example to me. I've got you at six. Y'all are four. You got my dad at eleven. I mean, James Conner is your flex. I don't know if he's all that different for from Fournette or Jones. Obviously, you're taking a guess of who's going to score the touchdown there. Um, and maybe that's just me being lower on Connor, but my point here being, and I'm just using these two teams as an example, is you've got really good players at your, you know, running back one or your receiver one, and then it, there becomes some question marks for every team, um, where it's just not as strong with the exception of Ryan. And so right. that's why I kind of put everybody in that tier. We'll see. I think there was a lot of, you look at like round three, that was like the upside round pick. I mean, we talk about Jamar Chase, Trey Sermon, Chase Claypool. Yep. Um, I mean, we'll see who who's going to break out of this group. And I think depending on who breaks and who flops, we're going to kind of see some of that separation yep. uh, within these tiers. It's just not there right now. Totally agree. Yeah, I agree too. Well. <laughs> Big gulps, huh? Well, we can move it on to picks of the week. And I don't think I'm looking here. I don't think I have a new drop for this. So I apologize. This might sound dated. Picks of the week. Ow. Gosh, what is this? 2019? Come on. <laughs> or, you know, 2020 would have worked as well. But, um, <laughs> well, yeah. Creative, so. Yeah. Picks of the yeah. week. Picks of the week. Here we go. So who's starting us off here? Who wants to? Hey, you know what, Stuart? Why don't you lead us off with the first one? Yeah, we've got uh, this. This will be a, a a quick one to go through because it's not much of a competition. But we've got uh, David Cupid, the second scary t- Terry wrists. This is David's walk-up music. 
I don't think, yeah. I think I need to explain that to everybody. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, you're Jaws. You're, you're the shark. To. You're the shark, man. That's true. Yeah. Um, I was looking at that. I feel like it should have been scary Terryists, but <laughs> it's Terry Rist. Okay, I do think you should explain this to Stuart because that, that became a funny joke in Vegas. <laughs> Yeah, Jackson said that team name, I don't know, maybe a hundred times. And so Jackson, I got Jackson's seal of approval, which is all I really wanted. So it's Terry okay. Wrists. Get it right. Terry Wrists. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, so it's Scary Terryist, Terry Wrists versus <laughs> Do You See These TDs? Uh, which is a good, uh, that's a good team name. Um, Mike Staffel versus David. <laughs> Cupid the second um you know on paper uh it looks like uh do you see these tds is uh <laughs> gonna gonna take care of business against the scary terry wrists but um we don't play games on paper do we we play them out on the field um and without question i'm giving the nod to david cupid the second mm. Thus the Jaws theme music. Yeah, I uh, I think that uh, Mike's team has the advantage here this week. Um, just based, again, off the draft, it's really going to come down to uh, does Julio hit his ceiling or is Mike Davis just going to get the volume that we all expect? Uh, I see a lot of even matchups across the board other than that. Um so give me Mike and let's hear his walk up music. Okay. That's so fitting. So fitting. <laughs> uh I'll let Mike explain why that's his music later. Yeah, um, I think I need yeah. to hear that. Um, I'll, I'll take Mike. I've also got Mike. Um Unbelievable. Because Tom Brady plays Dallas, and Tom Brady's going to score 50 points. (laughs) That's true. That might actually happen. I just know it. Dallas can't stop anybody. That's that's what's going to happen. I've got a lot of really bad matchups. I see a lot of orange and reds for my team (laughs) for matchups. So for that reason, I'm out. (laughs) I did like – so it's funny that Joey sent that about the the weather – decals or whatever because I was looking at that too and I saw the dome that's when I put it together uh, so that's interesting to see how the weather might affect a particular game and that uh, sleep <laughs> sleepers so worried I, about that part of it and there's other things that I wish that they would address before that <laughs> well part of the reason I picked David to win this week is because Matt Ryan looks to be playing in a castle of sorts <laughs> and so I, I really feel like and Tom Brady just seems to be getting Tom blown Bra- on <laughs> Tom Brady's farting everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. So uh, two for Staffel, one for David. We'll see how that pans out. Moving right along, we've got uh, Senior versus Ryan. Uh, Let's see. What is Senior's music? Let's see if I got it here for you. Oh, here we go. Senior will be this if he... uh, if he decides to call into the show, or if he did, if he's the uh, the number one power ranking, you know we'll play it throughout the year. Wow, wow, wow. Wow, wow, wow. 
feel lucky, punk. I feel like the uh, Mike Staffel versus Senior walk-up battle is going to be uh, <laughs> contentious. You can like, make a movie out of that. There's yeah. uh, two evenly macho walk-up music. <laughs> oh, and then Ryan, it's just, this is too perfect for Ryan. <laughs> I said, no, I said deep cuts only. That's for the office fans out there. Jackson's probably tickled by that one. Uh, so we got Ryan. We've got Senior. I think we've said enough about Ryan's team. I don't think uh, this is the week that the uh, Kansas City tandem goes nuts. I do think that's going to happen, but not this week. So give me Ryan. Yeah, I've got Ryan too. Uh, for I have Ryan, my number one, coming out of the draft. I've got David Senior, number 11 coming out of the draft, so this is obvious, and this is my triple play. Triple play. I've also got Ryan. Um, I will say this was a difficult one for me to pick only because Senior has the best player in this matchup, and Mahomes, any given week, has got a good matchup against Cleveland here. And we've talked about it, that Mahomes, Tyreek Hill stack can win you weeks. And so if Mahomes has a good game, I wouldn't be surprised if senior senior pulls it out, but I am picking Ryan as well. So that I would say if Mahomes I would say if Mahomes and Tyreek uh, combine for 150, then then senior's got a good chance of winning. <laughs> that happened to you? No, I was just saying I was just saying I don't really like the rest of his team. That's all I was saying. Gotcha. He uh, did almost do that last year. I just don't remember what the actual <laughs> score was. It was like they had like I think like three weeks where they had like eighty over eighty points combined. So yeah, pretty good floor. <laughs> um, and you never know when that's going to happen. We'll see. So the next matchup we've got is Daniel versus Joey. It's projected one fifty three to one thirty eight in favor of Daniel. Um, we've kind of talked about each and one of these teams. I will say Joey's. Uh, players do have the better matchups this week with the exception of McCaffrey, but he's matchup proof. Um, and, you know, I just don't like Ty Johnson. Um, <laughs> he might be the worst uh, starter <laughs> offense in any team. So for that reason alone, I'm picking Daniel. Are you just picking Daniel? Or are you, are you like, going to double down Daniel on it? Three times. Triple play. Just making sure you acknowledged your own triple play. Thank you. I, I forgot I was so confident <laughs> in Daniel. <laughs> well, Daniel, if you're confident in Daniel, then you'll be confident that this is the right music for him. Any uh, Mandalorian fans out there? Oh, yeah. My kids okay. love it. I thought, well, I thought it was I thought it was Mulan. So <laughs> don't worry. Okay. Well, if you do, you guys have uh, access to HBO. Have you ever seen this show? <laughs> that would be Joey's walk-up music for Silicon Valley. Anybody? Anybody? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, totally. That being said, we're not going to hear a lot of that one. This is definitely Daniel. Daniel's going to walk away with this one. This should have been my triple play, but um, 
I was feeling spicy. I wanted to triple play a different one this week. So uh, give me Daniel. Yeah, I've got Daniel too, even though I think Ty Johnson, um, you know, recent news is he's a roster lock after a strong camp. So, David, I'm not sure what you're saying bad about him. But uh, he's 5'10", 210 pounds. He's a beast coming out of the backfield. So watch out Nothing, for Nothing inspires confidence as a roster lock. Joey, <laughs> you should send the trade off for Jalen Hurts for Ty Johnson. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty high on him right now. Stewart so. is stoked on Ty Johnson. All right. Uh, let's move it on. This is me again, right? I'm up. Sure. Uh, this is my uh, – we don't have a surprise pick of the week, uh, but this is my surprise pick of the week. Um, this is Lewis versus Jackson. And uh, who do you think would be the surprise pick in this? Wild thing. You guessed right. Wow. Did that one? Did that one scare you? It scared me, and I was the one playing it. Oh, this is great. <laughs> this uh, is the longest thing. In okay, <laughs> so we've got—I don't even know how to move on from that. We've got Lewis with his new team name, uh, Wild Thing. Um, this is a—he is not projected to win by a long shot. Sixty-seven percent for Jackson, thirty-three percent for Lewis, um, but. Stranger things have happened. So uh, there's a lot of uh, wind blowing for <laughs> Wild Thing. And so I think that might just push him on to victory. Yeah, give me Jackson. This one's uh, also could have been my triple play, but it's not. Uh, I think Jackson picks up right where he left off at the end of last season. I think he wins in a convincing fashion. Um, he picked a... I guess Lewis picked a bad opponent for if you're going uh, keeper versus keeper here or just kind of the top three position, quarterback, running back, receiver. I feel like uh, Jackson's, Jackson actually has him covered on all three. Um, Wilson, Allen, you could argue, but um, definitely give me Jackson for this week. Yeah, Wingardium, Joey Bosa. <laughs> I, need to, I need to get a different... Uh, I will I will not play Jackson's theme song because uh, once he changed his name to Wingardium Joey Bosa, you better believe there's going to be some Harry Potter on here next week. I did not I was not ready for that this week. I apologize. There we go. We'll just cut that out and play every time. <laughs> David, you want to take us through the next one? Yeah, we've got a father versus son. Mm. You know, I saw this on the basketball court this past weekend. It wasn't good for one of them. I think you're going to see more of that this this week. You've got, you know, I, with that said, though, it's 149.8 to 147.2. So it's a close matchup, at least Sleeper does. But if you look at Jonathan's, I see a lot of greens. I don't see any wind, no hurricanes to deal with. I think the hurricane's going to be uh him washing over the batman 
I got Jonathan. Oh, okay. <laughs> to be clear. Just to cl- just to clarify. Uh I also have Jonathan. Uh Bash Brothers. Don't mess with those guys. Uh this is this is gonna be uh I don't know if you're ready for this, Jonathan, but uh this is gonna be a landslide. Oh, I was definitely not ready for that. I'm still on like the walk up music page. Okay. But... Well, I'll sing it. And I saw my reflection in the snow covered Yes, mm. landslide. That's uh, fifty points, right? Is that what we said? Uh, no, no. That's a tsunami. Landslide's <laughs> thirty. Tsunami yeah, yeah. You're saying <laughs> thirty. You guys yeah, are feeling 30. awful confident in me, and I appreciate yeah. that. Uh, uh, I my, didn't. I didn't triple play it, so I'm not that confident. Yeah, I would, I would never triple play this matchup. Well, you can triple play something without thinking it's going to be a tsunami. I mean, <laughs> those don't go hand in hand all the time. Um, but certainly. <laughs> Uh, if you are going to call it that, you probably should triple play it. Um, yeah, I've got myself. Um, I think this is going to actually be a close matchup as per the projections. Uh, and I think he's got me probably at quarterback and maybe RB1. Um, shoot, he might have me at both running backs. I just think I've uh, got the receiver depth on him. And if you look at our uh, our matchup, the biggest discrepancy is actually at tight end with Kelsey doubling up on Higby. So I think that's, you know, it's definitely possible, but that I think that's also Kelsey's, like, ceiling on this game. It's 18 points. So, you know, I think that I've got more outs, and so therefore I will be taking myself, and I will be taking myself with the triple play. Triple play. And I'll take us to the next one. Um, and since we don't want to hear every walk up music, every walk up song this week, unless you guys want to hear mine and my my dad's, you guys want to hear that? Yeah, play it. Okay, this one. Since I'm gonna win, and this is gonna be mine for sure. <laughs> Boy, I hope that sounds as good coming through y'all speakers as it does in my my headphones because it sounds really good. Uh, and my dad will like this walk-up music. This is perfect. For those of you who who know him, he's a baseball player. And uh, that's the pun on Batman 57. So that's not really the Batman thing song. It's more of this one. <laughs> And I'll stop that because it's old, another the old Bud Light commercials. <laughs> Is that what that and, was from? N- no, it's from the uh, the movie The Natural. But you know what was great was when we uh, went to the Rangers games. They would actually play that on home runs, and it was pretty magical. So yeah, um, that's cool. Pretty pretty cool. Okay, last matchup: Stewart versus uh, Preston slash Bryce. This one, uh, I think, I had to stick with my my pick on this one because I think I don't like. Bryce's team that much um and so unfortunately I'm going to have to lean Stewart on this one I mean uh Kyler Derrick Henry Austin Eckler I think those are three of the top picks you could have at those positions Uh, and then you got that going up against Cousins Kamara who's a worthy opponent and then I just think James Robinson is a 
is a guy that peaked last year, and I don't think he'll be as good. So uh, that being said, I'll take Stewart, and I believe right now he's uh, not favored in the points, but I don't, I don't buy into that. So yeah, give me Stewart. That's a good. That's a good thing you don't buy into it because uh, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna wash the floor with this newcomer. Uh, so yeah, I've really got a great team all the way around. I would say my weakest links um, are uh, my running or my uh, wide receiver positions. But when you're going up against Adam Thielen and Robert Woods, I mean, give me a break. So uh, I, I'm totally <laughs> going to take care of business this week. Uh, some other weeks I, I might be more concerned at the wide receiver spot, but not this week. So take me uh, ever. Anyone who's smart would pick me for sure. David, what, who'd you pick? Yeah, um, I don't think you're going to win, Stuart. I've got you lower <laughs> in the power rankings. Um, I like the Camara and Derek. You know, it's not winter yet, so the Yeti hasn't come out. Um, he's going to Arizona. <laughs> uh, you know, he's not good until the end of the season. Um, he's no, work I on his tan. Matchups. I think this is a Kirk Cousins game. It wouldn't surprise me if Kirk Cousins just like comes out and is like the number one quarterback on the week. I'm not predicting that, but it wouldn't surprise me. Because he does stupid stuff like that. So, um, give me some cousins is stupid. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Well, yeah, go go Google Kirk Cousins kneeling. <laughs> that was the, one of the dumbest yes. things I've seen a quarterback do. Um, he looked like he had never been in an NFL game before, and he would. That was like his tenth starting game. Well, let's let's close it out with a couple of uh, final walk-up music. So uh, I guess we'll start with the one who was the last chosen. That'd be Bryce. Holla, 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 we them boys. Holla, we them boys. That would be a nod to the old cowboys. And then, Stuart, I know you've been waiting for this. Man, but I, I'm, I'm so anxious. <laughs> You're on the edge of your seat. This is really uh, because I think of the last podcast we did, or maybe two ago. Um, but this just makes me think of you now. Do you think your uh, wife would approve of that as your theme song? Yeah, you know, I. You never know what you're gonna get when you rub this genie. So, uh, <laughs> so uh, watch out, league, fantasy, family matters, fantasy football league, 2021. Remember, the tight ends is gonna be a team that will go down. <laughs>